Alright guys, so fourth, fifth times the charm. Welcome to, to the Catch Up Podcast. It, I have my friend Mark here with me. I'm jo- Joseph Tao. And uh, yeah, we're just kinda yeah. we're just starting now. Dang. I th- okay, so if you guys <laughs> if you guys don't know, um, <laughs> we had multiple texts before this. <laughs> Everything went wrong. Everything went wrong. <laughs> and it started when we started roasting Michael and Oh Chitanya. my gosh. It just so, like it just spoke it. Just yes, <laughs> I think that's the problem. <laughs> I we should think. not be bashing on. Yeah, we should not Christ. be. Yeah, because we 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 said to each other like whoever is not gonna be be able to make it to the podcast, yes. we're gonna roast them. To oh my death. gosh! And then our stuff did stop working, and God was like, "Okay, hold on, <laughs> hang on, hang a minute, <laughs> hang on just a minute." So we asked for so, forgiveness. And yeah, we asked for forgiveness, mm-hmm. and then we prayed. Yes, and then yeah, so. Joe, how's your week been, bro? Man, dude, not too bad, man. Oh my uh, gosh, bro, we're not recording, dude. No, I'm just playing. I was playing with you. I was messing with you, bro. <laughs> was like, that's it. We're cutting it. We're the whole the second yeah, episode. Move. We're cutting it. We're this is no longer gonna be a thing. That we're done. I'm tired of it. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, man. No. So, how, how's your week, Joe? Dude, man, week's been week's been good, man. Week's yeah. been good. Pretty pretty chill. Like works uh, been like super slow right now like uh, like in engineering and stuff like that okay there's like like now we get to the time where like there's really no construction going on and stuff like that so oh lucky dudes <laughs> dang <laughs> lucky dudes okay dude but yeah no it's uh, but it's been good man it's nice good, dude yeah. how about you buddy well week's been not chaotic, but it's been pretty fun. So okay, I've been okay. busy with managing the social media for the the Catch Up Podcast social media. Very fun, and um, dude, it's been very successful. Thanks to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like you were gonna do like a uh, like a promotional thing. You're like, and if you want to pay our Patreon, and if you want to <laughs> yes, yes. um, subscribe to our Patreon, Patreon, yes, yeah. it's gonna be a hundred dollars a month, oh. and um, you go see BTS. <laughs> I'm talking about the Korean band. <laughs> we will get them on this podcast yes. somehow. And then we'll, we'll, te- uh, we'll get the Texas Rangers. Oh, my. Yes. Speaking of the Texas Rangers, bro. What about? But, oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. I'm oh not even a baseball fan, fan, but. Uh, I mean, neither, dude. I was just like. <laughs> We're, like, acting like we are. Exactly. <laughs> we want people to see that we are actually at least sports dudes. Yes. So. Yeah. We're, we're Have you heard about the sports? Uh, no. Sports <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> <laughs> See, it's evident we are not sports guys. This is well. I watch basketball, but I'm not a. This, is where, this is where we need Michael. He was watching it like he super is, intently. Oh my gosh! It's like after like after we were recording the first podcast. Oh yeah, you guys were watching the Texas Rangers game, oh, and yeah. y'all like go berserk. They were when going you, crazy. When, uh, I forgot his name when he hit the home run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is nice, but kind of stupid because I'm like. <laughs> I don't like really baseball. <laughs> I don't find baseball enjoyable. Dude, I know. Emails. Be, you know, I'm going to send emails. Like, 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 how dare you talk about my baseball? So that's like the good news for for some for Texas fans yeah. nowadays. And yeah. it's just like people are like, you know, outside. Like they're all like going berserk and going crazy. And, you know, they're just having fun right now. And speaking of good news. Yes. Joe. Ah. Can you tell us what huh. is the good news of Jesus Christ? The good. I am so glad you asked that, Mark. I am Whoa. so. I am so glad you asked that, Mark. It's. It's funny. I have. I have a Bible verse that he, that Mark, did not give me. Um, this year, it's Ephesians chapter two, verses eight through nine. Okay. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing; it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Okay. So why, Job? So why do you think that is good news? What you just read, why is it good news that we are saved by ge- by grace through faith, not by our own works? Mm. Why do you think that's good news? I think it's good news because because we're not capable of our own. Mm-hmm. You know, we're it's very it's really simple. We're fleshly sin- sinful beings. You know, yeah. we're not we're not made per- perfect. We were when we were born, we were we were born sinners. Okay. You know, we weren't made made perfect. So we had we needed there needed to be be a sacrifice. You know, yeah. there needed to be somebody to come come down and to uh to die for die for our sins and that was Jesus Christ. Why? Why does he have to die? Why does Jesus have to die? Can he just like forgive sins cuz I mean like if God is all good, if God is all powerful, why can't he just forgive sins? I think it was, there was, uh, it was, uh, to my knowledge, it was to fulfill, fulfill the law mm. so that, um, so, so that he could be, he could be that, that per- perfect sac- sacrifice. Yeah, but why but, does there need to be a sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is good. So there, 
Just so you guys know, I'm love. I love playing Devil's Advocate. I was just saying, so, <laughs> he's making me sweat I'm a little a, bit. I'm like, <laughs> we're doing role play. Right? I'm an atheist. Okay, okay. I just want to say, I'm a non-believer right now. And I'm just like, okay. you know, I'm a, uh, I'm asking Joe questions, and this is gonna be our role play. So oh. I want to ask Joe, like, why, the, why did Jesus have to die? Like, what's the point of Jesus if if he can just be good and forgive our sins, and we can just go back to our own lives? Why did Jesus have to die? Because the wages of sin is death. Okay. That's that when when God got like how God made the law and everything, every sentence has to be fulfilled by some by somebody. Okay. You know? And so because God God set that up and the wages of sin is death in our own life, if God take takes that sentence on, on himself, therefore somebody has to die. Maybe that's mm, I see. Yeah. Okay. So you mean you're saying that let me correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. You're saying basically that the wages of sin is death, right? Yes. So sins. I mean, Jesus didn't. Did G, was Jesus a sinner? Why did he have to pay for the wages of sin? He had to pay pay for the wages of sin. Well, because I mean, because there there was there was sin sin, sin in the world, and everybody had sin in their heart. So somebody. <laughs> I'm actually legit asking you, Joe. So, like, why did Jesus have to die? And then, like, why did he have to pay for sins if he didn't commit a sin? Why did he have to pay the wages of sin? I mean, he, well, he didn't, well, he didn't ha- have to. He, he chose to for, mm. for us. Okay. Because we were, we were going, because so the way, the wages of sin was death for us, but he just did, did that for, for us. Okay. I see. Yeah. So, we we were just talking about the good news, okay? Yeah, yeah. By chance, do you know what the bad news is? So what's the bad news, Joe? If the good news is that Jesus died for us, there has to be a bad news, right? Mm-hmm. There has to be some weight uh, for the good news to have meaning if there's a bad news. So what's the bad news? I, I mean, in a blunt sense, I, how I would interpret that is like the bad news is that if you don't the uh, the 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 good news is that Jesus died on the cro- cross for your, for for your sins that if you repent and give your life to Jesus then you'll be sa- saved and go to heaven but the bad news would be the opposite of that if you didn't uh if you did not give your life life to Christ then you are condemned condemned to hell mm. i mean that's kind of that's you know that's really that's really i mean that that's always i mean that's that's a hard that's a hard thing to talk about and hard reality because, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not, I don't, no, none of us, we don't want people to go to hell or yeah, anything definitely. like that, you know, and it's so, and it's so hard because I think there's a lot of times where non-believers or people hurt from the church or, you know, what whatever they, you know, they, they ask, they ask you that, that, that question, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, how could a good God send people, send people to hell? It's like, yeah. well, like they're the, it's not, that was, you know, that, that was from, unfortunately, it's just from that own perspective person's choices of not willing to give give themselves to christ mm, you know okay but i, I don't see. know no yeah and, and and the reason why we i well, like we're asking this question yeah, yeah, yeah. is because you know for young adults we are called to preach the gospel right and so whenever the, the what i've been observing is that whenever people go out and they say they're preaching the gospel sometimes they're just telling the bad news and they're not yeah. telling the good news of what jesus did for them you know sometimes they will say that the good news is you know um love god and love people do you think that's good news to love god and love people dude yeah absolutely absolutely so that means it's like oh so you got to do this the good news is you got to do more stuff is that what you're saying no no that well it's you know you can it so that it's every every job or anything it's all about how you look at it mm-hmm. you know right you know like when i was uh when i started you know getting more like uh working a job and like stuff like that i i always admired guys that were above me and uh, from the position that i was in uh that were always excited at the opportunity of work okay because the opportunity of work, work obviously meant, meant more more income more money meant the company was company was doing, mm-hmm. doing better well i didn't think think that way because i was only thinking for myself i was thinking think, oh crap if there's more work then i have to i have to work more why why do i want want more work mm. you know but if there's and so it's all about switching our, our thinking because okay. the world the worldly mindset if you if uh because that that's a very that's a fair argument fair way of thinking of how 
of somebody in the world because how the world thinks is that it's all about me. It's about that's, you know, I'm just, I'm here to live for myself, live my best life, live as happy as I can be, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, you know, wherever makes me happy, then I should do it. But the, but God, uh, asks, asks you not to be of the world, but to be of him. And so to be, be of him means to be a living sacrifice and being that li- living sacrifice allows you to, to one, to give up all your desi- desires, all everything, uh, everything that you want to do, do on here and say, you know what, I'm just going to love Jesus and love God. And then once you fully give yourself over, over to him, he mm-hmm. fills you up in a way that nothing on earth ever could. Yeah. And so in that, then that gives you a new desire, desire in your heart. So, okay, it's not about me. I get to tell other pe- people of this good news and promote G- Jesus and so that they can be filled with him the same, same way I have. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, okay, I just want to clarify for mm-hmm. some people that um, us saying to repent, us telling people to repent, to love God and love people, and to turn to Christ, I would just love to clarify, especially to young adults who are new into the faith, that that is not the gospel. <laughs> that is the um, one of the components of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and repentance is basically the effects of the gospel. I would argue, in base, um, going off to what Joe was saying, is that, um, you know, us worshiping and wanting to follow God, his laws, his commandments, is the effects of the gospel. So, like, what you just read, Joe, like Ephesians 2, 8 to 9, basically, like, if the whole Ephesians 2, basically, is a good concept, or I would say a good picture of what is the bad news and mm-hmm. what is the good news. Now, Joe, can you read us if the entirety of Ephesians 2? Yeah. Do you mind? Yeah, absolutely. Here, if I can not stutter my way through this <laughs> there thing. There you go. Let's see here. So right. start in verse 1. And then you can, I think you in verse 10. You mean in verse 10? Yeah. Okay, I got you. Okay, so starting the verse 1. Uh, and you were dead in the trespasses and, and sins, in which you once called following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being the rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up, raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works which God prepared for beforehand that we should walk in them. Nice. Yeah. You see like the beautiful pattern there? Yeah. How like the first few verses basically say that we are dead in our sin and that we were slaves to disobedience yeah meaning that if we are dead in our sin we are incapable of doing stuff for god or even like you know like wanting to follow god Mm -hmm. if the if the if the truth is that we are dead in our sin that's why i tell people that if you notice okay again not I'm not trying to isolate a specific <laughs> group of people, but people who are indulging in sexual morality, yeah. people who are indulging in just debauchery and all kinds of sin. Yep. Whenever you tell them about the gospel, they're just, you know, they, they don't hear it. Yeah. You know, it comes into their ear and it comes out to the other. And, and that's because they are dead in their sin. They are, uh, I would say, unable to respond to what we are telling them about. Yes. And that is the good news. And that, that was because also at the same time, they're also slaves to disobedience. They're also slaves to the flesh, meaning they're just they're just going with the flow of what they're a slave to is telling them, yeah. which is basically their flesh. But I love how like it transitioned from that to I think down like down a few verses where it says, but God rich in mercy, mm. like Oh my freaking goodness. Just to have that butt but in there. God, but God. Yes. It's just mind-blowing. But God, being rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ. Yes. Like he saw us. He saw our condition. He saw 
what's happening to us and what we're doing in our lives that in his mercy seeing us in that state he made us alive in jesus Mm -hmm. he made us alive through the finished work of christ and i think that's the good news that we should tell people is that hey god knows god is aware you're not surprising god you Mm -hmm. are not disappointing god god knows that you are unable or will be unable to fulfill his law to live up to his standards Romans 3 says that for all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, right? That means we are all sinners. We are unable to fulfill God's law perfectly. So what God did is that at the very foundation of the world, He saw that we are going to fail. He saw that we are going to mess up. So all of our sins before God is not something that He's bothered by. It is not something that He is surprised by. He's not disappointed in us. His initial response to our sin, as revealed in Ephesians 2, that being rich in mercy, he, he made us alive in Christ. So he sent his son Jesus here with us, enter into the creation, enter into the brokenness of our world. He had Jesus experience basically suffering, yep. anxiety, maybe at some point i don't want to say any heretical stuff but maybe depression at some point and he experienced literally all kinds of brokenness that us humans experience every day and he chose to dwell among us and yet he never sinned he was tempted yet he never sinned he lived a perfect life he kept god's commands throughout his whole life and then towards towards the very end of his ministry he died as if he didn't he didn't you know like he was he was he was put to death like a criminal even though he didn't do any crime even though he didn't do anything wrong and that is because he died he did it for us you know there was this one um one um illustration of like how barabbas was supposed to be the one who should be crucified and then that jesus took his place and he was the one who was crucified jesus and barabbas gets to live and I think when we read that passage, it's very important to know that we are Barabbas. Mm-hmm. We are that person that should have been on that cross, paying our wages. Yes. And yet Jesus took on his place. You know, Jesus took his place and died and, and, and took upon himself the wrath of God that we deserve. But that's not just the good news, right, Joe? Yeah. Like, what is the good news? What, what happens after that? Oh, dude, well, then we get to, we get to live in turn, turn, turn you with... No, what uh, happens what? after the death of Jesus? Oh, oh after... Oh, I think... Sorry, I thought... Like, <laughs> no, you're good, bro. No, you good, dude. Dude, ad, well, after, after the death, death, death of G- Jesus, then that, that veil... That veil's... I'm so sorry. No, you're good. It's like so <laughs> cold. I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna throw that over there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so, but uh, the... No, but uh, but a, a, after that, um, you know, then then that veil is torn, and then we get to have a direct direct relationship with God. God, yes, exactly. Know? He he tore the veil into two, and after his death, three days later, he rose. Mm-hmm. He rose from the grave. He defeated sin and death. He's saying basically, like, dude, like the very thing that's holding you captive has no hold on you anymore. Yes, has no hold on those who will believe in him. He put an end to sin and death. And after that, he he basically showed up himself to <laughs> to many witnesses, to his disciples, and to five hundred more people, or I yep. think four hundred. I might be messing that up. And then after that, he ascended to heaven. And you know what's so beautiful about Jesus ascending to heaven, Joe? It's it's such an amazing illustration of what the high priest was doing in the Old Testament. So in the Old Testament, in the book of Exodus, the high priest is the one who goes to the holy of holies presenting this sacrifice before God yeah. and he's the one who's interceding on, on behalf of people so when Jesus ascended to heaven Hebrew says that he became our high priest he yeah. ascended to the holy of holies and what he did there he's the one who's interceding for us he is the one who's telling God that I died for that person yes. remember what I did for that person he is innocent not because of what he has done but because of what I did and that's what the joy that we get to have and at the same time him being our high priest, he is the one who is praying for us yes. for eternity. You know, and then and that's the beauty about Jesus ascending to heaven is that he 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 never left us. He never left us. Yep. He is looking at us. He is watching over us, and he's praying for us. How like do you? Is there any other religion? There's a God who prays for you yep. and thinks about you, even in the holy of holies, right? 
And then, the, 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 but that is not the end of the gospel. The, the gospel is also that Jesus is coming back. Yes, yes. Right? That Jesus is going to, re- oh my gosh, he's going to put an end to evil. <laughs> and he's going to put an end to suffering. Yes. And that we get to dwell with God forever. And he says that he's going to wipe every tear from our eyes. Like, dude, I'm so excited for that. That there will be no more death, no more sin, no more suffering, no more evil, no more yes. depression, no more anxiety. Like, there's, there's, there's no more pain with God. We get to dwell with God forever, not because we are good people, but because he is good. Mm-hmm. We get to dwell with him, not because we have done good deeds here, but because of his work. Absolutely. Isn't that mind-blowing, Joe? Oh, my gosh, man. No, it, well, it, and it's, a, like you said, out of, out of, out of his works, we're, we're reaping, we're reaping a ble- blessing and benefit of us, a group, group of people that, well, and especially for us, I mean, we're not, we weren't, we're not born, born Jew- Jewish, you know, so technically, oh, you know, man. we're, we're technically G- Gentiles, yes. you know, we're not, we were adopted, we were adopted in, Guess you go. know, yes. and so it's like, if we weren't, if, if Jesus didn't come da- down and do that work for us, mm-hmm. and then, you know, if we weren't born Jewish, like, like we were, then, you know, we'd be, we'd be well out of luck, man. <laughs> Imagine if the basis of our salvation, if the basis of us being, you know, going into the kingdom of God is yeah. for us to be Jewish. Oh my gosh. Like, dude, can you imagine like how much stuff that we have to do? We have to mm. be, okay, I want to get into details, but like you have to be circumcised. <laughs> I don't know how does that work for women, but <laughs> yeah, I'm always bothered by that. How does that work for women? Anyway, anyways, okay, let's start. Women don't, women don't. <laughs> That's only for men. It's only for men. I'm sorry, I keep thinking about that for some No, reason. you're turn to a whole different mindset. I know. I'm sorry. We're not gonna get to a rabbit hole. But it's like, hey, just a thought. I'm sorry. I was like one time. I was one time. I couldn't sleep at night, and it was just You're thinking just, like, about thinking. that because I'm like, huh. So like back then, how did how did women get circumcised? And I was just like, like in, I was just on my bed thinking about it. I'm just like, well, so how do how, do they close it? Like, what does <laughs> they it look like? It? <laughs> so I'm like. <laughs> So I don't know. It's just it's weird. So like, and it turns out I found out that they don't women don't get circumcised. Yeah. But I'm just like, man, that's unfair. <laughs> so we gotta. <laughs> but hey, so the, okay. the point of what I'm trying to say here is that you know if if we if 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 the basis of our salvation is us being Jews, we have to be circumcised. Yeah. We have to follow literally every inch of the, the impossible law. law. Exactly. Be a hundred percent pure. Yeah. You know, we can't have pork. We can't have beef. We can't have steak. Come on, man! Yep. Right? That's I mean, I couldn't imagine a world like that. <laughs> I am, man. I don't know if vegans do it, man. <laughs> oh man! They, I mean, well, they're better than us, so man. that's why they oh, can oh, do yeah, it. They're, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're better. <laughs> they're far superior. We're, we're starting fights with like every group of people right now. It's like, we're not trying to start fights with people. Yeah. We're just starting the conversation. Conversation. Yeah. If, if, so if you email us, but we won't email conversate us, back. But we won't conversate. <laughs> We're starting. To, we're trying to start a conversation. We're not trying to continue a conversation. <laughs> yes, we're not going to respond. We're not going to. We're, we're starting it. We're not everybody. continuing it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, imagine, dude. Like we have to keep all the laws. All like basically, like, like just yeah. literally, like, even like, the like the 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 Pharisees, the religious mm-hmm. leaders, they <laughs> even made oh. the law like even impossible to achieve. They even saying like, oh, so on Sabbath, yeah, you can't, you know, you can't even walk like this amount oh, of yeah. times. I'm like. How can you? Are you gonna count what? your steps? Did you know that? No, I didn't know. No? I did not. Know I did not know that. Either. Count your steps? I think. I think so. Because what was I, that in relation to? It's just like having too much work. Yes. Because I was like, That's okay, weird. so in our church, in my youth, we're going through the Ten Commandments, and I think a few weeks ago we kind of landed on the Fourth Commandment. I might be butchering. It. I think it is the Fourth Commandment, mm-hmm. which is to remember Sabbath, mm. and basically says there the like um, that. Um, that you should have rest, you know, or else that there's a consequence for that. And and one of the um, I would say uh, fact information that um, my uh, one of my leaders kind of added to our lesson uh, lesson was that even like the religious leaders, they added they went to the extreme that they're not gonna take like specific amount of steps. And I was just like what so do you count your steps and then maybe okay so let's just say what if like three thousand steps was like the limit and like you're in the middle of nowhere and you have like two thousand nine hundred ninety nine yeah are you gonna like what are you gonna do like <laughs> somebody pick me up it's like someone <laughs> somebody pick me up. drag me <laughs> <laughs> i was like dude like it's insane it's crazy but like just imagine if like the requirements that you know like for um, us to enter into heaven is like 
this like you have to do all these good deeds mm-hmm. and i think that's what separates us from yep. other religions yep. you know is that other religions tells us that you should be a good person mm-hmm. you should keep the law you should be nice to people and then pray this amount of times do the rituals um, be religious and then you will get to heaven but christianity is more like no no Isaiah says that all your righteousness are filthy rags, yep. meaning they're nothing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. So when 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 we have that realization, like okay, so like, what does that mean? Like, yep. I, I don't get to go to heaven. The truth is, no. Jesus mm. did that for us yeah. because he was the perfect that. The, the, he was the perfect person. That 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 should have been us. We should have been the one who was perfect, but we're not. We cannot. Yep. So he. He became perfect for us. I love this illustration in Second Corinthians chapter five, verse twenty-one, where Paul was like, "For our sake, he made him who knew no sin to be sin, yeah. so that in him we might become the righteousness of God." Like, imagine though, like what God did for us is that that person, Jesus, mm. who did not know any sin, who did not commit any sin, and he became sin on the cross. So that through Jesus' sacrifice, we might have that perfect righteousness. We might have that perfect identity in Christ. Like, dude, how could that news be any better? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's like the best news that you can ever have. It's like to, to hear that the God who created the heavens and the earth, who formed you in your mother's womb, made you perfect. Mm-hmm. Not because you're a good person, but because he is a good person. Yep. Like, dude, that's, that, that's like the best news. Yep. Right? But I think that's what, and I think that's what most people like. Okay, so going off of that, Joe, I have a question for you. Okay. If that is the case, if our works do not save us, okay. If our righteousness does not mean really mean anything, does that mean that we can do whatever we want now? No, 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 no. no? no. Why so, not, Joe? So- <laughs> Jesus died for my sins. Might as well live the life, right? I mean, if if I didn't, if I don't, if I don't commit sin, Jesus died for nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so like that—that's something that we're. I know, like our our group is a big big believer in is that you do not. The grace is not a license to sin. Grace okay. is it is never never li- license to sin. And so, but just just because uh, you can you you can do do an action like te- technically, you know, by by the word, you know, by by law, it's you know, you uh, if you committed a sin and then you ask for forgiveness, you're you're forgiven, right? But well, God also said said that if if you uh, if you love me, you'll follow my commandments. Mm. You'll do you'll do you do as I say. So if you're if you're just Doing at your own, 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 like doing things at your own heart, at your own own desires, letting your heart lead you, which the Bible says very clearly that your heart is deceitful. Mm. Then you are leading yourself into a life of sin. If you're living a life of sin, you have to ask yourself, did I ever ever lo- love him? Ooh, you know. And there and dang. now now there, I want to be into the spicy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, I want to be clear though. Just because just because like maybe let's say you fall fall into sin stuff stuff like that. I mean, that does not that I'm not saying that means you you never house house had salvation or anything like that. You can you can sway sway away, but it but it's all about what what your foundation is on, right? Okay. So if good. I if I if I if I build a really good good foundation, I can build whatever ha- house is on top. And, and if a storm comes, even if the storm blows the whole house down, the foundation is still there. Yeah. As yeah. long as there's a foundation, I can still build on top of it. That's good. And also, like, I think it's very important to note that. Like, if you call yourself a Christian mm-hmm. and you're indulging in sin, I think First John is saying that, like, if you say that you love Christ or you're, like, you walk in the light, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to read it. <laughs> Why do we have Bibles? It's, it's, yeah, and exactly. It's the word of God. It's like, I don't want to butcher it. <laughs> just know it's like, oh, man. Hey, what version are you are you uh, speaking out of, by the, by the way? ESV, baby. ES, ESV. I was doing ESV <gasps> as well. <laughs> Yes, Staying consistent, yeah, baby. Staying consistent, consistent, man. ESV, the best best translation. Well, okay, never mind. What did you say? My King what James version is the only version. NIV is the best one. NIV. No, I'm gonna get uh, people will tell me like, no, KJV is the best. If they message you like, if they're speaking that the message is the only Bible, just send it to spam. <laughs> Who would say that? Who would say that? 
Oh, well, it's not <laughs> as bad. As, probably... It's not as bad as the, the Passion Translation. So I th- really? Oh, I didn't... what did you know about the Passion Translation? Well, I'll, I just know they're both. All I all I know is they're both bad. Okay. And that side note. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fun fact about the Passion Translation. So the author of oh, that man. translation, well, translation, um, actually said that he got the translation from Jesus when Jesus showed up in his bedroom Ah. and told him that I'm going to reveal secrets to you that wasn't revealed in the scriptures now. Very reputable. Right? Very Very sus. Very (laughs) sus. (laughs) Very sus. And then... You go to the Passion Translation, and sometimes, like, you will read a passage or a verse. Oh, yeah. And you, you, you connect that and kind of pair it with some of the verses that we have. It really takes the whole meaning away. Ugh. Like, it's it's a different meaning now. And, I don't know, it's just weird how, like, some people think that, that the Passion Translation is a good one. It's a good translation. I think, I mean, it's poetic. It sounds good. But I don't really i'll not i will not take it as a word of god so i'll just say if you want to know more the passion about the passion translation we can do a podcast about that because it's really interesting and like if you do more research about it it's kind of scary actually it's very terrifying and anyways we're not gonna get into a rabbit hole of that but if you guys are interested in listening to or like want to know more about it we can do a podcast about it some other time can I make a quick note real What's quick? That? I was just going to say, anybody listening, if there's anybody, like, because I didn't know about that, about the oh. passion, so, like, about, like, you know, some, here's the thing, if there's somebody who declares that they're, like, some new prophet, you know, oh, or something like yeah. that, of any other religion, which we could get into that of some different variations of, you know, so-called Christianity. Yeah, that, that sounds so familiar. You know, yeah, it's yeah. so... <laughs> like, in the 1800s? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. This guy, like, it was, some like, guy. looking for denomination. Yeah. And he says, like, um... Had to do with the hat and gold plates. Yes, yeah. what is that? I mean, I mean, like, I um, what, what religion was that? <laughs> like, Mormons, come on, it was Mormons. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Those are Mormons. Oh, I'm sorry, I tell you this. <laughs> anyway, going, sorry. Going sorry. Okay, sorry. Part. Okay, so, uh, man, what was I saying earlier? Yeah, you were getting, yeah. What, oh, what crap. No, we're you talking were, about like someone uh, who professed to be a Christian. Yes, 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 okay. yes. So, if if you're someone who professed to be a Christian and you still walk in sin, you gotta evaluate yourself a little yeah. bit because First John was saying. Okay, that. <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's saying that this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. Yeah. Okay, so you got to remember. So Christ, Jesus is God. If He is indeed in us, mm. got to remember that there is no darkness in Him at all. Okay. That's good. Now. Next verse, he says, "If we say we have fellowship with him, while we walk while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth." Ooh, there's some spicy stuff right there. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Basically, what John is saying here is that, dude, if you're walking in the dark, if you're yes. walking in sin and say that Jesus is in you and you say that Jesus um, gave you a new heart, were you truly a Christian? Yeah. Because we have to understand that enable for us to be a Christian. I mean... Joe, what did John, uh, what did Jesus say to Nicodemus? Aside from like you know, like the the very very famous Bible verse that for God so loved the world He gave His only Son. When He was talking to Nicodemus about entering into the kingdom of God and seeing the kingdom of God, what did Jesus say to Nicodemus? If you remember, I don't I don't know if I do. I'm sorry. No? I'm sorry. That's oh, all good, bro. Okay. So Jesus told Nicodemus, "You have to be born again." You have to be like what Paul's saying. If anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. So you see this like kind of like idea of like you're a new creature, newborn again, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's the idea that if we receive Christ, it is a supernatural phenomena. Yeah. It is not just an ordinary thing that oh easy believes and like kind of like, oh yeah, I believe in Christ because the preacher was good. No, it's like us putting our faith in Christ was actually a supernatural thing 
that's like the basically the Holy Spirit changing our hearts. Oh man, is the fulfillment of what God says to the prophet Ezekiel. So in Ezekiel thirty six twenty six, God promised the prophet Ezekiel that I will give them a new heart. I will turn their heart of stone into a heart of flesh. I will cause them. I will no no. I will write my laws in their hearts, and I will cause them to walk in my statute. Yeah. Meaning that God is the one who does the transformation in us. So if we are indeed born of God, if indeed God did something in our hearts, you will see a result of that projected into That's the good. world. It's kind of like saying like, oh, I have a flu and you don't cough. You're not sick. You know, you don't have a high temperature. There's nothing really an evidence of you being, you know, being sick, having a flu. What does that conclude? You don't have any symptoms. You have no you have no symptoms, you have no flu. It's the same thing with being a Christian. What did Jesus say to the to his disciples? You will know my disciples by their fruit. That's good. Right? So if someone professed to be a Christian and there's no fruit, I'm not saying to judge those people saying like, Oh, you're not a real Christian, but kinda like kinda question, you know? Kinda like give like not would say doubt them, but I would say like have like an honest conversation with these people. You know, kind of like, hey, what what do you think about the Bible says about this? Because as Christians, and people are going to take this the wrong way, again, emails, hot take. <laughs> God calls us to judge rightly. He doesn't tell us to not to judge. He tells us to judge rightly, right? So when Jesus said that, um, that um, you should not judge others if you don't want to be judged, um, you know, um, um, unless I think by the standard of which you judge you will also be judged in that way and it says that you know if you gotta also take the speck out of your uh, what, it, what is it oh you gotta uh, take, take, uh, uh, take the speck, speck out of your speck bro, out of your oh bro. no wait no wait take take the log out, out of your own own eye before you take take the speck exactly. out of exactly Jesus is not saying to not judge at the very end of that passage he says when you take the log out of your own eye yeah then you can judge rightly we can judge other Christians, but we got to judge them rightly. In love. In love. In love. Exactly. And some people, and, and some of us, I mean, I'm, I've been a victim of this. I judge people oh, not man. out of love. Just Dude. because of like my own self-righteousness, uh, self-righteousness just because of like, this is, one, this is my tendency, okay? So it's like, if I see someone who's not acting like a Christian, I have this tendency to compare myself to that Christian. Yeah. I'd be like, no, I'm a better Christian than him because I read my Bible. I follow God's commands. So I'm going to walk up to that person and say, hey, you know what? You're not being a good Christian. I'm coming. I'm judging that person coming from a place of self-righteousness and just being, I would say, arrogant and not coming from a place of love and actually concerned for that person. Well, and, and one thing we got to remember on that is when we're when we're judging somebody, we're judging them based on our own merits and our own mm. and our own thoughts of what's right and what's wrong, not not God's. Yeah. And it's so and it's it gets so hypocritical so fast because you start th- thinking that, and then what 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 happens? You become prideful. And what what does God say about pride? Come pride comes for yeah, for destruction. Fall, fall, yeah. And you know, and so as you and so as you walk into that, what will what'll, what'll end up because you know what you're talking about is fruits of the spirit as you're following God. Well, any if you're if you're following if you're making decisions that are leading you into more worldly things you're actually ended up following the devil and so and there's fruits of that too and the fruits of that is really sin and so and as you're as you're walking in sin then you start walking more sin but then you start start saying like oh well i'm i'm doing this and but they're i'm doing this thing but they're doing more more of it so i'm still okay and then and then you start you still you keep pushing the line more and more and more Mm. and more and more until you're just as bad as they are even worse even though you were just as bad to begin with just because you sin exactly (laughs) see you see how bad we are yeah, as Christians. Yeah, dude, dude. And this is the point what we're trying to make is that we are all going to be bad at being Christians yes. and we're all going to fall short. That's why the gospel is so important. Yes. Not just in a, the gospel is not just important in our conversion, it's also important in our sanctification. Oh my gosh. Um okay, I'm so glad you, glad you said that cuz like in san- sanctification sanctification it's a process. Yeah, it is a process. You know, yeah. and in and in that process uh you know and shoot like you know when God do, does that does that work work in us, you know, to produce those those fruits of the spirit and everything. It's a daily thing. You mm-hmm. have you have Amen. to choose to follow Christ every day. Just just because God God did, did that work work in you does not mean there's not works to be done. Come on. The works done that you were saved but the work of your sanctification is in process. God, mm-hmm. God, God will love you the same as He did at the end, 
as he does at the beginning of that sanctification process, but yeah. he still needs to walk it out. Yes, that's true. And, and, and this is the thing, okay? That is not the basis of your salvation. Yes. That is just the evidence of your salvation. That's good. That's okay? good. And we got to understand that even in the, no matter what stage in your life you are, yeah. whether if you are being a good Christian or a very bad Christian, the gospel does not change. No. Jesus still died for you and he paid the penalty for you. And you got to remember that because yep. your standing with God does not change whether if you have done good things for him yep. or if you fail, if you fall short. And that's something I always have to keep to remind myself all the time. Yep. It's like God does not love me anymore yep. if I do stuff for Him. Yep. He does not. He does not love me any less yep. if I fail Him. And because sometimes I beat myself up of thinking like, man, I failed God. Yep. And there are times I forget that. No, God knows I'm, I failed God. Oh, dude, I was, I was thinking about that today of how, you know, his, his love makes, makes no sense. Because he, he, he loves you the same, same right, right now as he knows, uh, even though he knows you're going to do some sin some late, mm-hmm. later time than now, same thing for me and every, everybody else. Mm-hmm. And he loved me the, the same before I'd made any sin before, before this moment, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. so, I don't know. It's it just, a, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense like, and it's that's the beauty about yeah. that you know because like he like when we see the world we love according to like how they treat us or like what they do before us or to us but god oh. god is god is love yep all right and god does not just love because that's what that's what he does yep. that's that's what he does because that's who he is <sighs> and he is grace and yep. he is merciful while at the same time let's not forget He's also justice. Yeah. He is wrath. Yeah. And we have to remember that God's anger towards sin was on the cross. Yes. We have to look to that place whenever we fall short, whenever we start condemning ourselves, whenever the enemy starts telling us that, no, 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 you got to make up for God. You got to make up to God. You got to, you know, maybe stop reading your Bible for a while and cleanse yourself a little bit and then come to God. No. God says, look to the cross. I died for you. I paid the penalty for you. Now come to me. Because God doesn't want us to stumble backwards. He wants us to stumble forward. He wants us to stumble towards Him, not away from Him. And that's something I have to remind myself because there are times when I feel like I tell myself, like, God, I just, there's there's no chance that you will love me now. I've yeah. messed up so many times. How could you still love me? And then there's just this thought in my head that just says, look to the cross. That's good. Look to the cross. That's good. And that's why um, I love this uh, this verse. It's in Hebrews 12, when it says that, Therefore, since, since we've been surrounded by so many gra- great cloud of witnesses, we must lay aside every weight and sin and look to Jesus, yes. the author and the perfecter of our faith. Do not lo- look on your sin. Do not look on yourself, because you will only find disappointment and, and depression in there. But look to Jesus. That will give you more joy. That will like boost your confidence. Like, no, no, no. I'm not going to stay in this condemnation pit. I'm going to get back up and I'm going to keep following him. I'm going to keep following him until to the point that I start loving him more. And, I, and I'm, to the point that I will forget about that sin. To the point that I will never, or maybe at some point, I will not be able to commit that sin as much. Yeah. Because the thing is, is, like, if you're a Christian, you're still going to sin. Spoiler alert. You're still going to sin. But one thing I can assure you that once you become a Christian, your love for sin changes. That's good. So, do you have anything else about that, Joe? Man, dude, no. I just think no. You said no. You said it all, man. That was good, man. That was really, that was really, that was really good. And, no, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, just I just get passionate about that, dude. Because, no, yeah. Because there are times, dude, I I fail, man. I I just suck no. at being a Christian, man. And then there are times like I just condemn myself, you know, and to the, to the fact that I forget about the gospel. Yeah. And yeah, well, and and I think it's it's so well, it's so it's just it's so funny because like we, uh, you know, there's one time I told told Mark uh, my sister was in was in an accident once. It was a small car accident, but she was hit by an ambulance. Mm. Well, she had she had claimed that, uh, and I I still believe her that the ambulance didn't have his light on or whatever. But here's the thing: no matter what, if you're hit by an EMS driver. 
it is always your fault. <laughs> and I just, I think that's, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry to be for this, I have to use this as an example, but this is, it's, it, it is, but it's such a, it's, it's a, uh, it's kind of a good example of, uh, of, of our relationship with Christ. Mm. We're the toxic one in the relationship. Amen. We're the one Amen. that says we love you, that leaves, then sells and we love him again. And then when we leave, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's, uh, so it's, it is, I mean, how gracious is God that he would still be willing to, to be, mm. to be that one for us Dude. in our indecisiveness and in our insecurity. And, uh, even, even at times when we're, you know, it's, I, uh, it's so hard cause I, I, I take this with grain of salt, but you know, uh, in the church, you know, always, always remember, remember like, you know, when they tell you they're, they're right, that if you have any dislike, any hurt towards God, God can handle it. God mm. more, oh, more, yeah. more than handle it, you know? And it's like, how loving is that, that he can, he can take, he can take that hate. He can take it. Cause he, mm. he'll, he doesn't, he's not going to, uh, like, you know, if I, if I was to, to let you and you were to take it, that's, you're just holding it down because you're not capable of holding that. Cause you're, mm. you're not God. He that's can good. take take that away from from oh, us yeah. you know Amen. and so but it just it's amazing man i've been i've been a christian for five years now man it's just there are times where i'm just like god how can you be this good how, oh, how can you love a person like me like it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> it's a convicting job it's like, yeah it's just <laughs> man like why how could you love me yeah and just like and sometimes like god's response is that who I am yep. you know I am like what we just read earlier today God is rich in mercy rich in mercy he's not just rich in mercy he does not just provide mercy yep. he is mercy that's good he does not run out of that yep. don't everything that he does and when you think that you know that that oh no so you're just saying that God is all merciful no God is also angry at sin yes that's why you look to the cross look how dirty that was look how violent that was that's how much he hated sin that it took the death of the Son of God to pay for our wages. Yes. But it, that didn't also stop Jesus, you know? It is also through the love of the Son of God that we are born again, that we He rose Himself from the dead, defeating sin and death. We have to understand that God is justice. God is love. Yes. He's not just made up of parts. He All of all the things that He does, that's who He is. That's good. And you sometimes we just, let's not pick parts of what we our favorites about God you know God is gracious because he is and he revealed that through what he did on the cross while at the same time God is also wrath and he's justice and we can see that through what he did also did on the cross so do you have have anything else to add to that Joe man no no that's that's pretty much it man okay man yeah dude I'm sorry I get so passionate about the gospel no (laughs) dude no well and and I think it's I'm glad that we're that we're ta- talking about about this because you know uh, again again our, our hope is for any any listeners or you know anybody better age that's listening it's like these are the we we're our intention is to ask the questions that we should be asking ourselves and convi- and 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 wa- uh and walking in our true p- purpose which yeah. is to love god and love, love people you know if we're not if we're not preaching the gospel we're not being real christians yeah i know, you know? that's true yeah anyways man that's you want to end the episode here bro yeah man yeah, um dude. You have anything like side notes? Any kind of announcements that you kind of want to say? Maybe like for for next week or the oh, next episodes? Man, I think well. So okay, so for for the next episode, I believe we're going to have all four of us. <laughs> yes, I, think. I forgot about that. So maybe yes. So though? <laughs> next week, by the way. So Sytavian hasn't bum, bought bum, his bum. um his um, microphone yet. Yeah. But he's gonna be arriving anytime soon the next week. Yes. And so on our next podcast. All four of us are gonna Woo! be in it for the very first time. Yes. And when it w- okay, so while what I was thinking, the next topic, I'm just gonna say it here right yeah. off the bat, is that since all four of us are gonna be in it, and all four of us are in different seasons in life. Okay. I think the best topic that we can talk about is marriage, dating, Ooh. and singleness. Oh man, <laughs> bro, I kid you not. I was like thinking about it, like coming here i'm like what's the next topic that we can you know we can talk about and i thought and i thought about that hey all four of us gonna be here all four of us in different yeah. seasons let's talk about it which i'm what? excited by the and way that's the whole purpose of this podcast too. exactly exactly <laughs> perfect well and i wanted to make a sign on that too we, we were kind of talking beforehand it's like we want to give a kind of disclaimer uh you know please everything we talked talked about about here we are we're not perfect we're we're walking in <laughs> we probably should <laughs> I think Sorry, like, we are perfect by the way we're not perfect 
perfect. Sorry. (laughs) We've sinned. Probably sinned today. I know, but we, you know, we're, we're walking this out. And again, our whole purpose in this is that if you're trying to walk, if you're walking this out and you're struggling the same as us to figure stuff out, Mm -hmm. that hopefully you learned, learned something that we can all learn something together. Yeah. And, and I just want to also announce this. It's like, on Instagram and on YouTube, like there's this, this option that you can send emails. Yeah. If you guys need any prayers, like That's you just don't have to send any comments about like how bad we are at this <laughs> through emails. You can also send some <laughs> prayers as well. If you, yes, yeah, please. I mean like if you're actually going through something, yes. like like maybe an addiction to pornography or any kind of substances or just struggling oh, yeah. with your identity or anxiety, like please send an email, talk to us. We could talk about it. Yeah. Um, we can provide with some discipleship resources for you guys. There's a lot of them in there. That's good. Um, so, but yeah, it's an, isn't, we want this to be like what Joe's saying, a safe environment, a safe space yeah. for literally everyone, not just, uh, not just for the people that come to the podcast, mm-hmm. but also to those who listens as well. Yeah. Because you're not, you guys are not just listeners. You guys are also active participants in this. That's good. We are walking through life together, like literally, literally walking through life together. Well, and, and correct me for wrong, wrong, Mark. We always we always talk, and this is and the you know all four of us we're all from different churches, and we're oh, we're firm believers, all four of us, that the church is not just the one church you go to. The church is all of us. All of us. It's yeah. it's y'all. It's you listeners. It's a church you go to. Any church across the world. We're same. Mm-hmm. We are the same community. Yeah, but important to note on that. We want you to be planted in yes. the church. Though. Yes, yeah. Don't just be listening yes. to us. We're, yes. not, we're not good. We, should <laughs> we be want you to source. find a local church. But like what Joe is saying, it's not just through a building. We because yeah. we well the reason why we want you to look for a, like to be planted in the church is because that's where community is. Absolutely. Being community, we're not just your community. We're not going to be able to FaceTime you or talk to you no. all the time. So it's like look for a local church. Find your community there. Just like what we're talking about in the podcast. Like like Michael said there is. Perfectly, he said it perfectly. Yeah. If you're looking for a community, start with the church. Yes, please, please. So, but yeah. Anyways, that's our All podcast right. for that's today. That's it, bro. man. Yes, yeah. thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the Catch Up Podcast. We'll see you guys later. Yeah. <laughs>